Hello, hello everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me as always is Zeke Baker and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Say hello to the folks, Zeke, while you're pouring a drink. Hello, hello. Sorry, it was time to, uh, to refill. We're knocking out a few episodes here tonight. Today. Well, we're not supposed to say we're knocking out a few, but for those of you that have been following, what we are doing is while Zeke is off having a baby, we want to make sure that we get some stuff out to you guys so you don't forget his voice. He He said, when I'm out, remember me, is what he told me. I thought you were going to get a tattoo of my face. On my butt, so that I'd sit on you. No, left pectoral muscle, because that's one that bounces. So you can make me smile and show my dimples. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as John said, uh, accumulated a few samples over time for some folks that were generous enough to share with us. So we're, we're going to record and move through these as we can. Uh, they, they may not come out in sw- sequential order. But either way, these are proving to be really fun, especially the ones that are just sent to us blind so we don't have to worry about blinding ourselves, etc. Literally just sample bottles labeled 1, 2, 10 or whatnot and uh, an envelope enclosed that has the results. So so kudos to everyone that has sent those in. We certainly appreciate it. Definitely don't complain if more come in. We enjoy seeing what we we realize and uh, more importantly what we don't. And or what we might say is a swag that turns out to be something most folks think is good. Well, if you send us something, I mean, the bottom line is if you take the time to send us something, we want to take the time to drink it and actually give it tasting notes. And that's something that we want you to know that we take very seriously. We're not asking for you to send us anything. But if you do, we're not going to waste it. We're not going to let it sit there. We're going to drink it. We're going to talk about it. It may not be right away. We might have to wait for times where we can fit it into the schedule. It might end up being a bonus episode. It might be a regular episode, but we want you to know how much we appreciate it and and that we're going to drink it. And that appreciation even goes a step further tonight because these samples were sent by Sam Clark, who right now, If he's listening to this, I hope he has a group of people around him because he owes them beer. Sam Clark is a model American. And Sam Clark is over in Kuwait right now in the military doing things for our country. We can't be more thankful for what he does and what he is doing right now. But Sam Clark sent us before he left three samples each. And I want to say that he went above and beyond because he sent you three samples and he sent me three samples. It's the same for both of us. So you're going to get to take those home. Sam, thank you so much. You owe the squad beer. Um, I also want to give a big shout out to John Fusion tonight, who is Sam's friend. He is down in Central America with the Air Force doing firefighter things, teaching them how to be better firefighters. He's on a remote assignment. So if he's able to listen to us, I hope every you buy everybody because the things that both of you are doing, I mean, you know, I talked to both of you on a regular basis and it's just crazy the things that you're doing for our country and, and for other countries and to help other people out. 
and it really just kind of puts things in perspective. And after talking to you guys, I sit there and go, well, shoot, I'm not doing enough. I, you know, I go to work, I drink bourbon with Zeke, and I'm not doing enough to actually help people. <laughs> <laughs> and just to, to second what John said, regardless of the samples, thank you so much for your time and service. That's what means the most, plain and simple. Without further ado, Zeke, tell me what you thought about on the first one that Sam sent us. Numero uno, <clears throat> nose-wise, it kind of threw me for a, a fair amount of a curveball. I, I thought it reminded me of some, uh, I don't know what type, I'm not that uh, educated or versed in it, but it reminded me of some form of champagne almost. Beyond that, I, I got like a white or, or green grape nose in there i don't know it's interesting um and there was some corn underneath it, at times it was alcoholy obviously more so than you would get with a, a champagne and whatnot or, or the uh, grape product but it, it wasn't overwhelming uh in the realm of bourbon by any means palette wise i i thought it was you know, not hot um it had a, a zeke's blowing up it had a corn profile, and then I just put a mix of peripherals in that, um, you know, the, the rest of the flavors noted on the nose, something from the mash, and, and the, the char kind of uh, leached off or was present, but none of them were overwhelming or just a dominating flavor. Sorry, it was a funny note for me, but uh, to me, mix of peripherals made sense. So the first one for me knows, I said, smells like turkey, dark and floral, dark cherry fruit. I got, uh, it kind of had that signature turkey smell for me. Uh, the taste, I got light spice, dark fruit, oak, cherry, slight vanilla. The finish, it was almost like a wine fruit on the back end. Oak lingers and I wrote lick your lips. It's one of those ones that kind of makes you Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Oh yeah, you got a, a, a wineish type thing toward the back, and I had it toward the front, but but it was there. Yeah. for both of us, right? Yeah. Like that. That I kind of got a little bit of that on there. For me, it was more. It was more in the finish when you're licking your lips, and and it has that dryness, uh, but not in a bad way. I thought it was an enjoyable pour. I really. You know, I think it's turkey something. I just don't know which one. Hmm. What do you get for number two? Nose-wise, um, I had some fun with these, actually. Um, mine went wherever it went. Uh, I put cowtails, barley, and then some alcohol. That was my nose. Um, Palette-wise, <clears throat> I, I thought it was, it was very nice and mellowed. It, it seemed to me to have barley over charred corn. At points, I got a really nice uh, toasted marshmallow in there. Uh, it, it's, it was weird because at one point, I got just a super sweet finish. I mean, it was almost like some Fruit Loops or, or just a super sweet cereal. And then I came right back to it, and, and I got a, a, a drying finish. I don't know. I mean, it was interesting to say the least but um i didn't like it uh, uh the the finish aspect definitely kind of confused me a bit but i wrote it was 
And I know these are not always good notes, but I got fresh. It doesn't smell like a high proofer. I got slight floral and vanilla on the nose. The taste, I said it was thin, but it was minty and vanilla. Had a nice uh, coat of my mouth. I Maybe a little bit of marshmallow in there like you got too. The finish, I said thin. I wanted more out of the finish. It, it didn't really give me a whole heck of a lot like number one did. But it was good. It was, don't think this is a high proofer. I think it's got to be about 90 proof on this. But I would say, just jumping into the third, I would say the same thing for that. I don't consider number three to be a high proofer. And I almost, I don't, I almost wonder if it's even a bourbon, number three. Like, did he throw a fast one on us? Because it was lighter color. The, the color, and we normally don't talk about color too much, but the color on number three in the glass looked more like a scotch in the glass to me. It was light. Bourbon. Yeah, I caught that. And we don't normally talk about color, but it was so light that it kind of made me go, hmm. You know, the nose on that one, it was slight floral with some dark chocolate caramel, if I really took a, a deep inhale. It didn't taste like a scotch. It was an interesting taste. Thin, maybe a little nutty, caramel like a candy bar. But it definitely, maybe a little peat on there. Like, I really think this might be a scotch. And then the finish, I said dark chocolate, medium linger. Hmm. I could have swore you had a more interesting note for the nose on this one, but maybe I missed it. I said, don't mention often, but noticeably lighter, slight floral. With deep inhale, you get dark chocolate caramel. Yeah. Either way... <clears throat> My end of the things, uh, nose-wise, the first thing I picked up uh, was noticeable alcohol content. And then to me, it, it really moved into some strange balance of uh, of syrup and black coffee. I, I don't know how Maybe to, there was a little bit of coffee. Maybe that's the darkness. I'm I don't know how to describe it, but, but to me, it was like some type of syrup on top of some breakfast product. And then just like super strong black coffee also coming at you from the side of the plate. I mean, it was a... You sure you weren't sipping on some scissor? No, it wasn't sweet enough to be that kind of stuff. (laughs) Um, Palette-wise, I put down that it had a bad corn-barley balance with a lot of char and or bitter behind. Finish-wise, it just moved to something that was really dry and chalky. I don't Did know you have I, a ranking on these? I think I would definitely go two as my preferred. And I guess looking at notes, uh, two, one, three. I said one, two, three. Well, that makes sense. Why? Simple. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid, is what I was always told. So let's go to the... Let's go to the results here in the envelope. Pulling these results out. In order, number one, Russell's Reserve Single Barrel 2017 Gallenstein Ladies Pick Barrel 16212 Rickhouse H 
four four forty six twelve. Number two was a Buffalo Trace pick from St. John's in Portland, Oregon. Number three, Kieran Distillery Company Limited Distiller Select Single Grain Whiskey Limited Production 2017, 52% ABV, bottle YT069, 970 Shibanta, Gotemba City, Japan. Kieran's malt, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that would explain the notes that I was getting off of that. But you liked Buffalo Trace over Russell Reserve. I liked the Russell Reserve, Buffalo Trace, then Kieran. You liked Buffalo Trace, Russell Reserve, then Kieran. I think the moral of tonight's tasting for me, though, was that I was not turned off on the Kieran like I thought I would be. You know, I didn't love it as much as I like Russell Reserve, but I didn't hate it. I like the variants of the Buffalo Trace pick. I mean, to me, I've had some that I blatantly didn't care for, and then others that had uh, just that noticeable, uh, you know, juicy fruit, sweet gum profile that seems to range across a lot of uh, Buffalo Trace products. That's impressive. I'll, I'll give it that much. I um, really am impressed. Kudos to you for, for picking up the turkey signature there. It, it doesn't, I mean, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. But I just want to, I mean, a special kudos to Sam for sending these to us because this is so much fun, especially when we're trying some things that we haven't tried before, like putting a Japanese whiskey against two American whiskeys. It makes you think twice. I mean, I've always kind of said I don't love the Japanese whiskeys. I don't mind this one. And it's not like I'm going to go run out and get bottles of it, but I definitely, you know, maybe it's because we've been having more malted bourbons and in the guests that we have on the show and just non-conventional whiskey that would come in, something that's finished in a different bottle. I think it's kind of changed my palate to where if you got me three years ago, I would be completely anti- the stuff that's coming out of Japan, I don't mind it like I used to. Well, I mean, I, I do appreciate your uh, getting into the the malt area more, but I'm not a big fan of the Japanese stuff. <laughs> to, to me, the malt of it, it, it turns scotchy, which uh, at least looking at my notes still, I, I can see that as being the bad balance, um, just the char bitter and the dryness. Like those are the characteristics to me that I, I find in most of the Japanese whiskeys. That even if they're a single malt, they just resemble a Scotch way more than anything we have here as far as American whiskey goes. I think the thing is that, they'll never be I able to replicate off. the peat like you get in Scotch. They do a pretty damn good job over there, and and it's apparent all the Japanese whiskey makers. No one came to America to learn anything. They all learned from the scotch makers. Exactly. And even places down here like Corsair or you have Westland Whiskey, you have a few out of Virginia, I think Virginia distilleries that way. You're getting people that have that scotch influence in American whiskeys, but 
I don't believe, in my opinion, I don't think the American whiskeys have been able to replicate the malt of a scotch. So you get this kind of cool hybrid. If nothing else to me, most of them from here still seem more vibrant, which I don't know if they're all in New Oak or not, but there's just that vibrant characteristic to it of a, I'm, I'm fresh, not re- so fresh re- and so clean. reused barrel multiple times in that residual hangover effect. That makes sense. Well, Sam, thank you again for sending this to us. We really appreciate it. We hope to do more of these whenever you all send us something. We will make sure we drink it. And even if we do a regular episode or a bonus episode, we are still going to get it out there. Speaking of episodes, find our podcast on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Podknife, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever your favorite podcast provider is, we're there. Please go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Tell us why you like us. If you don't like us, reach out to us. We want to make it better. You can find us on Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, on Twitter at Bourbon Dads. You can also go ahead and visit us on the webs at dadsdrinkingbourbon.com. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? The only thing left is Nashville, Tennessee. Well, come on. We got an open door. If you're coming into Nashville, let us know. We'd love to have you over to the house. We'd love to share some pours with you. But for now, we will talk to you next week. Zeke, anything to say to the folks before we go? Uh, Just to reiterate, uh, thanks, Sam. I couldn't appreciate the pours, and that's just a a tertiary fact, what we can consider for your service. Thanks so much, and uh, ciao. We got pours for you when you get back. Zeke, go change a diaper. We'll talk to you next week.